This week, without coaching, we are talking about mind noise and its opposite, which is the sense of uh, mental strength we get when we don't have mind noise. In the video, I listed several, in fact, more than several, I think it was 20 different things that attack our strength, mental strength, and make us weak-willed. Those 20 things will be the subject of the next 20 podcasts I do, and I'll make sure I get each one of them done one by one. Weak-willed. It's really interesting to understand that mental strength has a purpose that every single human being on earth has mental strength. Now, 20 different things can attack that mental strength. But the interesting thing about this topic and the most fascinating part about this topic is people volunteer for those 20. Let's, get, let's just talk about one of them. We're not going to go through the solution to the 20 today and work out why we would invite a particular uh, disease or enemy to our mental strength that would cause us to become weak-willed deliberately. Let's talk about uncertainty. Uncertainty means confusion. Not sure about questioning. Uncertainty means, well, I guess it means lack of vision for many people, but uncertainty is also where we are in some ways frozen, frozen in the present, uh, unable to, in some sense, find our way out of it. So why would a person put their hand up and volunteer for uncertainty, if what I'm saying today is that every single thing, every single emotion, people that makes us weak-willed, and you can say uncertainty is a great state of weak-willed, why are we deliberately, or why would we deliberately engage in being weak-willed? And the answer is influence. You see, all human beings might be, might be living and seeking to live with spirit. All human beings might be with the ambition to be on purpose. All human beings want more. But you can't have more of things unless you get subscribers. For example, you want more love in your life. Well, it's all very well for me to say just love yourself. But that means you end up sitting on a cushion somewhere in some cave going, well, that's the ultimate realisation of my life is to love myself in a cave all by myself. No. Love more usually means find more people to love you or get those people who do love you 
to love you more. And sometimes, sometimes, the strategy that we employ to get people to love us more is to be weak-willed. That's a fascinating thing. So what it means, if you peel this down, is every single person, even though they may be subjecting themselves to incredible torture and pain with, with uncertainty or whatever, is getting exactly, exactly what they want. They're getting power. Now, that's the power of influence. Remember, if you've got a purpose and if you've got a vision and you want to go somewhere with a purpose and vision, you're going nowhere without collaborators, without people who subscribe, without people who want to come with you, without people who want to jump on the boat. And that means you have to manipulate, seduce, coerce, convince You have to get people to buy into you, your story, your outcome, your process. You're building a business. There is no business unless you market. That means you have to coerce, collaborate, convince. And so all of this emotions has, although it may be absolutely life-changing discomfort, all of it has a positive spin. And that is a person is getting what they want. They're getting coercion of others, collaboration of others. They're convincing people to jump on the bandwagon. Now, that's very interesting because you might be saying, I can't sleep at night because I'm so worried about something. Chris, how could that possibly uh, be a deliberate attempt on my part to get people to collaborate and come on board with that thing that I'm worried about? I would say to you, well, maybe it's not. Maybe you want to be loved more by people who believe you're really conscientious. Or maybe you want to be looked after by somebody and cared for by somebody who will only wrap their arms around you when something's wrong. Maybe it's not just about solving the problem but getting those people you want close to you to come closer or get more people to come closer because maybe you think feeling sorry for yourself will attract love. It's not complicated when you think about power, that every single person is seeking to create collaboration, coercion. They're manipulating They're contriving to get what they want, even if it looks like they're putting themselves through hell's own kitchen. Depression, although it ends up being a chemical, depression, 
although it ends up being a chemical imbalance in the body, starts with manipulation. The person who is depressed or down thinks that they have got some way of recruiting those people around them to feel sorry for them and therefore become powerful if they get down and stay down. That means they want to be powerful by being weak or by being sick or by being broken. A person whose partner might be threatening to leave a relationship will become weak-willed and uh, fragile and immature in order in their brain that their partner suddenly realises what a lovely, soft, weaky-weaky person they are and wants to stay. So sometimes the way we present ourselves in order to get what we want is actually a belief system based on our childhood that we only ever got cuddled when we cried, we only ever got to relax when something, when we were sick, the only time we ever got to feel loved was when something went wrong. And so quite often our response to life and to life situations is built on paradigms that are absolutely broken, but the absolute commitment here is that those choices of which script I'm going to run to get what I want in life are all human beings are all the same, 100% the same in human nature. Everybody wants more influence and that influence is called power. That's it for today. I hope you've enjoyed this. Food for thought, I hope. Plenty more tomorrow. See ya.